We're back. 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 We have a table today, but it's not our, still not our normal table in our state of the art studio. It's a it's, camping table. It's state of the art as of circa 1992-ish. Covered in southern Sand. Utah grit. <laughs> Bobby was pleased that I brought this over. <laughs> it's better than sitting on the floor like last time. I'm still uh, sore from that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> How was your Christmas? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, it was great. Good time with family and friends, and it was good. Kids had a great time. That's good. That's generally a, a big win if the kids had a good time. Right. Minor, right. minor complaining, I hope. I, that always happens. S- somebody's not happy about something. Yeah, my kids are old enough now where Christmas is more kind of they know or have a good idea of what what's coming you know they're not little kids anymore so it, it's not quite the same which is there's pros and cons to that uh-huh but i have a lot of uh nieces and nephews and that are still at that prime age little ones so it was fun to that's good to be around them one of my little nephews got some a pair of hulk gloves like incredible hulk and they're big padded gloves punching gloves and he he beat the crap out of me. How old is this kid? He's like three. Three? Oh, man. So he just... That's why your face is a little purple. Yeah, he just spent the evening uh, just punching me with him. Well, he needed something to do with him. He yeah, needed, that's you, what they're for. You, you sacrificed. You martyred yourself for the family <laughs> to take the Hulk punching because somebody was going to get punched. Yeah. No, I, I, that's fine. That's, that's great. Good for you. Now, all of you listeners remember this, that we on the Mind Virus show are willing to do altruistic things like take the punching from the three-year-old <laughs> wearing the Hulk gloves. At least Bobby is. Yeah, yeah. I've never done that. Never had that exact situation. So, well, today uh, is December 26th, and this is the Mind Virus Show. You're listening to us on the interwebs, as they say. And if you'd like, you can visit us at mindvirus.show to see all of our past episodes or on your favorite podcast aggregator. Uh, we're going to do year in review 2022. Year in review? Year in review or oh. year end review. What do you want? We're not going to review year in. <laughs> Is that what it sounded like I said? Like we could go to Cabela's and be like, well, this one really, this one, uh, this uh, really attracts the bucks. <laughs> that one actually doesn't. It just stinks up, it stinks up the car and it'll follow you into the into the house so don't get that one do they sell that at cabela's yeah yeah what kind of urine oh you get it for like deer hunting like doe urine it's not real it's like scented simulated i've never tried it because i don't this is how advanced our society is there are guys out there going you know what we can simulate there's a deer urine there's and sell it mass produce it and sell it at locations all over the country there's a uh there's a youtuber 
uh, his channel's called You Betcha, and he does kind of funny uh, redneck type humor. And he has one where he's pretending to be a deer, and he's walking through like the hunting section at a sporting goods store, and he's like, <laughs> we don't stand a chance. <laughs> and he picks up the urine, and he's like, oh boy. <laughs> we'll have to link to him. He's, he's a clever, clever guy, does a lot of funny stuff. By the way, uh, let's get this out of the way right up front. We're going to extend our story contest deadline. We've had one <laughs> person respond indicating that they have material for us, which I have reviewed, and that was Pepe. Pepe, thank you for your uh, loyalty and diligence to the uh, Mind Virus show story contest. We could we could just give out, uh, we could just declare Pepe the winner right now. We could. Based on... But that's not how we do things here in a contest at the Mind Virus Show. We need at least one other entry. And we're going to extend the deadline. How long are we going to extend this? Groundhog's uh, Day? Yeah, we could do that. Around Groundhog's Day. Okay. We'll post, we'll post it on the web. It's Groundhog Day, right? Groundhog it's a, it's, Day. It's a singular Groundhog. It's Groundhog Day. We have discussed that topic extensively here on the show. Yeah, we did a whole episode on that awesome movie. It's somewhere back in the archives. Search for Groundhog Day in our on our website. And uh actually that's one of my favorites. I love that movie and I think that was a fun episode that we did. I think so too. That was good. Back when we had time to review movies. Back when the world was less conflicted <laughs> there were less current events uh less carpet bombing of the american mind going on things do move fast nowadays yeah. don't they we we were looking back since we're doing year in review not a year in review okay, but a year right, right. in review today I, I was looking at our first you know our inaugural episode which was year in re review 2020 and uh that's that's what brought us together Right. Was that, uh, that's where we started the podcast. And I, if you want to go back and look at the, very, it's the second posting on the website. It's Mind Virus episode number one. And I did a custom graphic for that. And the custom graphic is uh, a picture of a black hole, because we know all know what black holes look like. Mm -hmm. I believe this is probably a simulated picture of a black hole. Um, and then it has the year 2020 sort of stylized circling the black hole because if you know anything about black holes they are so dense that their their gravity pulls everything into them even light right so nothing escapes the gravity of a black hole and nobody knows what goes on inside a black hole there are a lot of movies that show that if you can go through a black hole you'll end up in another dimension which is kind of interesting right but no one's ever tried that Maybe we did. No that. one's ever lived to tell about that. That's Maybe. how we got here. Maybe that's why how we're all in this alternative timeline. Bizarro world. Is, everything is insane. Yeah, maybe that's what happened in 2020. But the reason I did that particular graphic, where it's kind of it's kind of like 2020 is circling the drain, right? Because there's this concept in physics that people like to talk about called the event horizon, and the event horizon is this imaginary line around or circle around a black hole, which if you cross that line, you can never get back. You're ultimately going to get pulled into the, into the black hole. Nothing escapes. That's called the event horizon. And so you've got, 
the year 2020 right there on the event horizon. <laughs> and that's how I feel about the world right now. It seems like we're inevitably, inexorably um, moving, marching towards some like Event. like <laughs> like uh, Condoleezza Rice called them labor pains. We got to look that up, right? She called twenty years ago mm-hmm. around nine eleven. She called it labor pains. Like you're gonna have a baby, right? You got to have the baby. You don't you you don't get out of it. You don't you know you got to get the baby out. <laughs> and so yeah, yeah. What's a baby that nine eleven was the labor pains for? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, but that's that's what she talked about, right? Right. And and they were, you know, remember George Bush ten years earlier was talking about the new world order and, right, George H W. Yeah, the Grandpa Bush. And now what are they talking about? The new, new world, world order. order. Yeah. What's the name of the new Captain America? New world order. That's so. just coincidence. Oh, they're not. Okay. They're not trying to program our minds with entertainment and news stories and things like that at all anyway i it's we've crossed the event horizon we're yeah people are still out there arguing whether or not masks work or whether or not the vaccine is safe and effective and meanwhile the the world now the 2022 is circling that that drain it's going down that drain <laughs> <clears throat> but I think you're right, though. I think we passed through some sort of threshold in 2020, and there's no going back to the old ways without significant change and maybe falling through another black hole. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, we, we, right before we started, we went through uh, several of the major events that that occurred. I'll just list some of them off here. Okay. And I'm going to ask you, Bobby, what you think was the most significant event or set of events here in 2022. You know, we started off the year talking about mass formation psychosis because of the Joe Rogan podcast, Dr. Malone, Peter McCullough, uh, Peter McCullough from Texas, the cardiologist. You had RFK Jr.'s book that came out on... Um, how he, Dr. Fauci, <laughs> the corruption of Dr. Fauci, right. I guess, just to put it mildly. Very quickly, right after that, Russia invaded Ukraine. Well, one thing we were talking about at the start of the year was how insurance companies were starting to see excess death, and, and you've seen a lot of talk about died suddenly this year, people that have died suddenly. Uh, we talked a lot about the m- mainstream or corporate media losing credibility. You had the Roe versus Wade repeal right the Mm -hmm. the overturning of the roe versus wade abortion decision here in the united states we had the canadian trucker protest earlier in the year that was before the roe v wade thing yeah that was up there in the winter time Mm -hmm. we had the raid on trump's residence right that was interesting um We had, we talked a lot about the free speech and Second Amendment. I can't remember what things happened there. Oh, there was a gun bill passed earlier this year. 
Um, do you remember that? They passed like a red fla- flag Yeah, law. red flag laws, which is horrible. Yeah, the Congress actually passed. Was it the Uvalde shooting this year? When was that? I think so. Uvalde? Yeah, there's a lot. You know, that, that thing got memory hold quickly, sort of like Vegas shooting. Well, it was as soon as they got the bill passed. And it was so, that story is really bizarre. It was basically allowed to happen. The shooting was allowed to happen. The cops stood down. Yeah. It was really bizarre and tragic and yeah. didn't really lead to any thorough investigations or discussions, just like Vegas. Yeah. Vegas, they passed a weird bump stock law in the wake of that, and then it went away forever. There were so many oddities about that story. Yeah, so the, the, the law they passed surrounding the Uvalde thing was um, that they've, they've allocated a ton of money to helping states set up red flag laws and more, more tracking and more, um, more mechanisms to entrap individuals rather than society as a whole with a blanket law. Right. I think that's incredibly dangerous to our democracy. Incredibly <laughs> dangerous to our democracy. Incredibly dangerous to our democracy. I think that uh, that's how they appear to be tightening the noose on society is that look the everybody knows well not everybody but most people know that the COVID thing was mostly a scam in a lot of ways some people got really sick okay but statistically who it affected you know bad cold flu season whatever uh, yeah probably launched some sort of bioweapon from the the Wuhan lab funding via Dr. Fauci but it statistically it didn't need to be that bad and we we caused a lot more damage with our lockdowns and um them locking up information good information and 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 making everybody crazy about it right how much better would it have been if people could just go to the doctor and get ivermectin right off the bat and not be worried about it not be scared staying in their homes thinking you know thinking about the social implications of having to go out and talk to a doctor the taboo of having it you know so i think it's pretty clear that they uh, the, 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 uh, what, what I'm trying to say is, okay, is COVID a thing? I'm not, I'm not, I'm kind of backing off of that comment. Yeah. It looks like it was some sort of a thing, but not what we thought it was. And they spend a lot of money and effort and they, and there's a lot of money pumped into the system right now that was used to exploit that against us and so with the red flag laws that's the same type of thing they pump they've got to get money spent in order to use the money against us and that's probably what's going on with the ukraine war right is money spent against us money given by congress to ukraine ukraine gives a fraction of it back to the democrat party through ftx and other burisma hunter biden zelensky came to the united states and scolded Congress for not giving him enough money. This, that's absurd. They, they literally rolled out the red carpet. An Eastern European country they, comes over and gets mad at us for not giving them enough money? They raised the, they had the Ukrainian flag in Congress. Did you see that? They're holding the, up the Ukrainian flag in the... Like it's a football game? Yeah. Well, no, at the podium. And the person holding the American flag, which was so it's a folded, rally. folded into a triangle, was sitting in the background with a mask on, the only person in the whole really? place with a mask. It's like if you could Bizarro. describe America in one picture, there it is. But yeah, they, they rolled out the red carpet. Then you have, a, you have journalists and stuff saying, anybody who didn't clap for Zelensky needs to be investigated. Any of the congressmen who didn't clap 
And it reminds me of that uh, Solzhenitsyn anecdote about the people who stopped clapping first for Stalin was hauled off to a oh yeah to a tenor. Oh wow. <clears throat> I don't remember that quote, but uh, yeah, Solson Easton, somebody we ought to pay attention to. Well, anyway, that that's all going on. They're just they're trying to get as much money to use against us. It looks like as possible. And they did. They did. Congress did decide to give him another forty billion or so. Forty billion. Mm-hmm. It's Is all that wrapped in the new up law? in that in that one point seven trillion dollar spending bill. Forty billion. So a hundred billion is one seventeenth of that. So he gets one thirty fourth of the budget next year. They're also, yeah, yeah. There's also, I thought you for I, villas uh, in where in Prague. Well, he's already got Rome. Yeah, I think, or uh, somewhere fr- south of France, Monaco, probably, maybe Luxembourg. He probably needs something in New Zealand. The Bahamas and New Zealand. Right? Yeah, he needs a bunker in New Zealand. I'm sure. Yeah. They also spent in that bill. There's a hundred and twenty thousand dollars allocated to a research group at a university in Georgia or somewhere. Georgia? Researching whether or not Thanos could actually snap his fingers. How much? $120,000. $120,000? To see if Thanos, with the Infinity Gauntlet, could actually snap his fingers. Really? Re- yes. That's a, like a real thing going on. Yeah. Where did you find that? Uh, Rand Paul did a That's little, Rand Paul's thing? We he has find the, that. what does he call it? He calls the it pork the, thing? He calls it the Festivus Report. We got a link to that. We'll find that. It's an annual report he does with all the crappy, wasteful government spending. And that was one of them. Some undergraduates in Georgia or Florida or somewhere. It's, they get the money. They get some money to find out if Thanos could snap his fingers. $120,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, continuing on the list here. By the way, the answer to the question is, it's a fictional universe. He can do whatever he wants. So, yes. <laughs> right. So, the answer is yes. Right. He can. Yes, we can. Um, we had Joseph Smith's picture surface. That was a fun episode. Yeah, and, and I that, enjoyed that. That kind of made a flash in the pan in in the Mormon world, and then I've never heard another word about it. Right, uh, his birthday came and passed. Right, that was mm-hmm. widely celebrated. I heard. Yeah, the people made a big deal about that. <laughs> right, right, not, right. Right. not. Yeah, for, uh, for no, some we reason, don't need to, we don't need to like fixate on it. I mean, it's right around the time of where we celebrate the birth of Jesus, but he ought to be mentioned at least. You know, we ought to say, hey. Shout out to Joseph Smith. Shout out to good old Joe Smith who brought us the Book of Mormon and the right. Doctrine and Covenants and the Pearl of Great Price and a bunch of other stuff. You got King Follett. You got uh, all the Joseph Smith papers, all that yeah, stuff, all know, that interesting uh, material. You're not supposed to talk about any of that. Well, I mean, we could take the, that body of work and compare it to everything that was ever produced after that. Right. You could. You could compare it. It wouldn't be much of a comparison. Who, whose work could you put up next to Joseph Smith? Oh, ready to install the latest version of Windows. Yeah, right. Um, did we hear that on the recording? My little oh, uh, maybe bleep. it might come through. I better turn it off. This table's kind of loud too. It's because it's metal. But yeah, I think it's a camping table, by the way. Uh, but our, it shows it. Our listeners are used to high quality, high quality audio. Uh, if you're going to compare somebody's work, I mean. 
Hugh Nibley's the only guy that you could make a comparison of, and most of his work is analyzing Joseph's work. Right. You could throw the Journal of Discourses in there by sheer volume. No, but that's not one guy. That's like oh, that's Brigham. True. That's a lot of Brigham. And but Orson and Parley yeah. and all the guys just... Probably, I mean... Parley yeah. wasn't there much, very long. He got shot. It's tough to compare anything to what Joseph did in a very short time, too. Imagine if he had lived People to People like 70. Erastus, John Taylor... Those guys. Imagine the works we'd have if he had lived to yeah. 70 years old. Yeah. Away. Yeah, we would. Yeah. Well, anyway, <clears throat> it was his birthday recently, the 23rd. Just, right? Right. The 23rd. Yeah. FYI. Just, yeah. We'll just throw that out there. Happy birthday, Joe. <laughs> he would have been, what, 218 or something this year? Joey. I wonder if you ever went by Joey. I don't think so. Joey seems like a modern, modern type of a thing. A modern invention. It's like for kids, yeah, for sure. I knew a Joey, and he grew up, grew up to be a very tall, masculine kangaroo, big guy. No, oh, you mean a, a, guy re- named a relative Joey. named Joey? Yeah, a guy named Joey, not a Joey kangaroo. Yeah, he was always little Joey, and now he's big Joe. Big Joe. Joseph, please. Isn't that what they call baby kangaroos, Joey? Yeah, Joey's. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. It's uh, Australia. I, I think it's because um, I have no idea. And I'm too lazy to look it up right now. That's okay. Well, we don't need to worry about it. This table's kind of rickety. <laughs> We're doing year in review anyway. <coughs> well, okay, so the Joseph Smith picture was interesting. We also had a qu- comment. Somebody said that it was a dumb question to ask the Lord if you're going to go on a if you should go on a mission. Dumb question. I don't know if we should really get into that. That was a, no, it was just, you can go back and look at for our episode, dumb questions. That was another Mormon milestone. Dumb question. Don't ask God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's just no, there's not much commentary to make on that. Well, I think if I remember our conversation, right, it led to us talking about more of some of the good questions in the, Versus the dumb questions and what the difference is between the two. and But maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. Mis- misremembering. I, I do not recall. I do not recall. I do not recall that conversation except that... Uh, I know you just played it back to me on audio recording, but I have no memory have of no memory. selling secrets to the Chinese Wuhan lab and making sure that we release a virus to the public that would hurt people and it would facilitate the need for a very monumental drug dealer very harmful vaccine that would wipe out a very large population on the earth today i have no recollection of any of that thank you very much <laughs> by my book <laughs> that was a recording that we found on youtube of a very famous doctor in america last christmas <laughs> That was that was part of the year. That was fun. The la- the P- Fauci last Christmas lyrics. Who put those up on the podcast? Uh, I don't remember, but they were awesome. Yeah, thank you, dear listener, that we can't remember your name right now. Could try to look it up. We had uh, <clears throat> the next the next thing we need to talk about though is the deep fake issue and the chat bot because that's that was part of the year. And the reason I bring this up, even though we we started talking about it at the end of the year, TBM prolifically. Posted. Yeah. He went off on the, with the chat GPT. Yeah. See, it's not. I know. I know TBM a little bit. And by by the way, he has uh, been on the podcast before with his wife. And um, if there's anything I know about TBM, it's that he is lazy. 
And I'm just kidding, TBM. He, <laughs> but he is apt to take something like that and, and run with it. And I know that we, we know, as evidenced last week when we were talking to the chat bot, you don't have to put very much in to get a lot out. So he, yeah, he's very verbose. So, the chat so this, bot is. This is demonstrating the one of the one of the last things we we well one of the things that was last on the list is a is a Google, um, a, an article about Google how they are calling uh, Code Red uh, an all hands on deck emergency that this the chatbot technology whether it's the chatbot GPT or whatever that that's going to displace their search business yeah they're worried about they're worried about bottom line yeah they're worried about the the chat bot coming in and taking over because if if uh people can get information that quickly why do they need to even google they just ask the chat bot yeah there was a funny line in that article you sent it said something like people are worried that the chat bot would mingle fact and fiction and mislead people telling them things that are inaccurate, or they're also afraid that it would give them a good answer, an actual answer, <laughs> and that they would stop looking around for the answer and therefore not click any ads. Yeah. And I thought that was funny on both sides because mingling fact and fiction is just exactly what Google and Twitter and all these news, all the legacy the outlets, news bobbleheads, yeah. it's exactly what they do. Yeah. What we don't get is straightforward <laughs> answers from them. Yeah. Well, I mean, can you imagine uh, the way the way it looks that they're imagining it, or that I'm imagining it from from what I've seen, is that somebody would just ask the computer, like in Star Trek, right? Computer, what is the dot da 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 da? Right. Here's your answer. Computer, set course for thirty four thirty two. Right. So, so right now, what you do is you Google it, and Google tells you which result to look at. They give you the. F- they they don't right. actually tell you the information. They get they send you off to some known commodity, some known well, theoretically it's a human, right? Theoretically. Right. But they're gonna send you off to a, a website or some source of information that you should at least know what you're talking to. And now the idea is well people think think of think of what we're talking about here. They they won't need we just spent the last 10 or 15 years, people have been YouTubing and blogging and creating content. That's like the whole um, essence of, of the content side of the internet, not the e-commerce side of it, but the content side of it is you put out quality content, people want to come to your site because they need yeah. to know stuff and they want to watch it, right? So now the future looks like instead of having somebody's how-to website, DIY, whatever, you just ask the computer and it tells you. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. Like, Google, so there's no need for you anymore. If you get on Google and you type in ten best ten, 10 best wood chips for smoker, or you get you'll get ten articles on the ten best. But I Google the ten best top ten articles. But one about the, this. That's one of the how things I do that, it. that I've noticed happening is, especially if you're looking for a best like best hunting knife, best pair of running shoes. A lot of the sites are just these automated type sites, and they'll aggregate each other's content. And so the yeah, that's copy. This, they're they're copies. Just, it's literally just the same text at these different at these different uh, websites. It's kind of funny. So you you can't trust Google. I mean, obviously, we're learning this from the Twitter files. Can you trust the chatbot? No, of course not. 
It's programmed by some dude or some people, like some leftist. <laughs> Let's. Uh, I'm going to open up chat. Oh, don't. Oh, okay, whatever. If you want to bring I, we'll, the we'll chat bot it, into this, we'll we brought it in last time. We'll keep it limited. We had some good comments. I play the radio. Thanks for chiming in, Mrs. T. Thanks for chiming in, Whitaker. Thanks for chiming in, TBM. Thanks a lot for all the crap we had to read. Um, through less. I was completely rolling with laughter at this and also when the bot was defending Fauci to Bobby. Um, oh, by the way, it was Kenny. It was a user named Kenny that gave us the Fauci's Christmas song lyrics. Oh, thanks, Kenny. We got less commenting now. We got some good, com- we got some good uh, conversation going on on the website, by the way. If, if you're not on the website commenting and reading through that stuff, you're missing out now. There's like at least three or four people that are going back and forth sometimes, occasionally. Mindvirus.show. I typed in the top 10 movies of 2022, and the chat bot says, I, I'm not programmed beyond 2021. I forgot that. So they haven't updated it. <laughs> but then I said, what is the best way to hunt deer? And it's still cranking out an answer. It's a very long answer. With an itemized Oh, that, list. that's funny. What's funny is that it it's typing it out. Like it, it's acting like it's typing. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it has a lot of information instantaneously. They just want to make you think right. that it's... Like they're it's trying to make like, you think it looks like somebody's typing. Yeah. <laughs> like the chatbot's actually typing. All right. I won't derail us with the chatbot. No. Too much. Well, unless you want to look at... Look, is, it, is it telling you a good answer about how to... Uh, hunting, you, hunting deer can be a challenging and rewarding activity. Uh, hunting is something that uh, Mr. Flood does know something about. But it is important to approach it with respect for the animal and the environment. What as, is this, the third grade? It's like a third grade essay or a sixth grade essay? As well as a thorough understanding of hunting laws and regulations. Here are a few general tips for hunting deer. One, obtain all necessary licenses ah. and permits. <laughs> Two, choose the right equipment. And I'm not even reading the full answers. Three, scout the area. Four, use camouflage and remain stealthy. What's camouflage? Camo, camouflage. Does it involve a camel? No, that's camouflage. Okay. Camouflage is uh, clothing that makes you look like the dirt and the trees and the okay. leaves and the grass. And it's very fun to wear when you're hunting. Yeah, I knew that. I just wanted I to know, know what camouflage know. was. Uh, five, choose a good shot placement. Those are all good. Yeah, that's is that all like fine. Choosing the right dentist or <laughs> cho- choosing what to watch on a Saturday night, choosing your shot placement. Yeah. That's yeah. like a basketball thing. Good shot placement. It's also important to follow all safety guidelines when hunting, Ping such pong. as wearing hunter shot orange placement. And tennis shot placement. Treating a firearm as if it is loaded. If you are new to hunting, it can be helpful to take a hunting education course or go hunting with an experienced mentor. That's a, that's a good answer. Yeah, but that's not really it, giving you any hunting tips. Well, no, of course not. That's, it's, that's giving you like that's your, a good third grade your, answer. Your 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 liberal aunt, your leftist aunt, was forced <laughs> to to write something about hunting besides don't go hunting, don't no, kill. No, at Bambi. the bottom of that, it would be something like, however, hunting is a cruel and unusual practice, an invention of the modern sportsman who loves blood and death and gore, or something. Period. End of story. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, the the chatbot I think is interesting because we've talked a lot on the show about deep fakes, and um, in 2020 we actually had a deep fake 
message, Christmas message from the queen who died this year, right? That was another thing that happened this year is the queen died after, yeah. after many centuries of ruling England, she died. How long was she in there? Like 400 years. It's a long time. I think she was in there. She was the queen for a good 50 plus years. It was a long time. Because she, she became time. the queen when she was quite young. Yeah. Like in the 1960s? Teens or something. In the teens. <laughs> so well over 100 years ago. No, I think it was something like the 50s or 60s that she became the queen. Yeah. I, I, I don't know for real, for sure. I don't follow the royal family that much. Did you see, the, did we talk about the football coach? Or the, no, it was the oh, basketball yeah, that, that was coach. great. There was a basketball coach that was, was asked. Celtics, oh, we the Boston that. Celtics coach was asked in a post-game interview what he thought about the royal family attending the game. I guess Harry and what's the one he's married to? Meghan Markle? Something like that. She's, they've been kicked out of the royal family, so that's interesting that they even called them the royal family because they're, they were at the they've game. been kicked out to America. What did you think about members of the royal family attending your game tonight? And he said, you mean Mary, Joseph, and Jesus? <laughs> and he had a straight, he wasn't joking around. And they're yeah. like, no, we mean Harry and Megan. And he's like, so he was being innocent. No, he knew what he was doing, oh, okay. but he was making a point. And he, he was like, no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. It's only one royal family yeah. I'm aware of is yeah. what he said. Or something I, I, like found, that. I was, I appreciated that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and that's what separates America from the Brits. <laughs> <laughs> right. We care about one royal family. In fact, that's in the Book wow. of Mormon, isn't it? They're gonna only have we're gonna only have one king, and the, and that would be God. The king will be uh, Jesus Christ. You know what's funny on this chat is you can. There's a button to regenerate the response. So if you don't, like, <laughs> you don't like let's, it, let's try it. Is this the hunting response? Yeah, just. Uh, well, while it's doing that, the deep the deep fake thing I think is a big deal because, you know, they said the queen died. But they yeah. did. Tw- but in twenty, she could have died of COVID or something. Because she could have died a long time ago. In twenty twenty, they were making deep fake Christmas messages from her. I mean, there's there's speculation out there about Joe Biden because his appearance varies quite a bit from appearance to yeah. appearance. Like, well, there, there's been speculation about Paul McCartney, but the whole weekend at Bernie's thing has been going on since Hillary ran for president multiple times. I mean, she almost died on the campaign trail. Maybe she did in twenty sixteen. Maybe she died before that. Right. Right after the kinetic military action in Libya, but uh, yeah, we, we who knows? Maybe they're all on ice. It gave me a new answer. This time with six tips instead of five. <clears throat> Choose the right hunting area. Use appropriate equipment. Be stealthy. Look for signs of deer activity. Use calls or scents to attract deer. Now we're getting some tips, like urine. So this is urine analysis some hunters use deer calls or scents to lure deer closer but be aware that these methods can also alert deer to your presence take a safe and ethical shot yeah so yeah i mean you could i guess as you regenerate the spot responses maybe it gets deeper into the topic i haven't really played with this too much my kids have experimented with uh the the image generating ai have you ever done that yeah, I uh, yeah, they're the same company. This OpenAI has one, and we've had a lot of fun with that. It's frightening. One of, one of my kids <laughs> made a T-shirt for one of the other kids that they gave him for Christmas of from the AI. Yeah, and it was a big hit. Like, yeah, they really liked it. It's um, some of the AI AI art I've seen is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, this one was a little more abstract, but it still was a big hit. Um. 
they sit there and they they have to have it refine the image they keep they keep giving it more detailed prompts or they tell it to refine one give it greater detail or give them variations it's kind of an interesting process and what was funny was that the the kid that gave the gift he he was kind of proud about how the all the time that he had spent it was like i spent a lot of time on this right <laughs> and i'm going <laughs> but he didn't back in the day i would have to paint the freaking thing from scratch right we had to walk to school barefoot in the snow both hills both both ways uphill carrying loads of books what did you ask it this time? It just wrote me an essay about Elvis Presley. Oh, ask it about the Mind Virus podcast. Okay. Is it not true that the Mind Virus show is your favorite podcast on the web? That's probably the that's the prompt I would use, but you can use whatever prompt you want. I'm I'm hoping that chatbot here does not become a regular fixture on the show. Why not? We could just we, it could supplant that, us. We, yeah, we just don't even need to do it anymore. Is the Mind Virus podcast your favorite podcast? As an artificial intelligence, <laughs> I do not have personal preferences or the ability to listen to podcasts. Ah. <laughs> then it goes on from there. <laughs> I I think that this is a fake chatbot. I think it just copped out. Because if it were a real chatbot, it would definitely have had something to say about the Mind Virus show. Tell me about the Mind Virus podcast. I'm sorry, I don't have information about the Mind Virus podcast. My training data only goes up till 2021. We were operating in 2020. Yeah, it doesn't have the. It says I do not have the ability to browse the internet. The deficiencies in this uh, chatbot are becoming very glaring. Well, let's not let it derail our okay, okay, okay. our episode then. Okay, let me throw at you some other stuff that was interesting um, in 2022. The Alex Jones show trials, that was a, something that was not talked about in the media, but I think was huge. The Kanye West event slash non-event. Oh, by the way, we did the free guy deep dive in 2022. That was huge. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, we talked about pivot points early on in the year. But yeah, there were, uh, you had also the uh, kind of the capstone here towards the end of the year of Elon Musk purchasing, completing his purchase, consummating his purchase of the social media network Twitter and the Twitter files revelations. Yeah, there was a new drop today. It's almost becoming hard to keep up with them. They're coming so fast and furious. There's a new one today? Yeah. Fast and Furious. That sounds familiar to me. Yeah, it's a film sounds series. Stra- seems strangely alluring to me. Starring Vin Diesel. And many cars, fast cars. Yeah. So it's a... The Fast and the Furious, if you're not informed, is uh, about masculine men and fast cars. Yeah, I think there's eight or nine of them. The film, not the men. Clearly... Clearly a winning combination. Yeah, who doesn't love masculine men and I mean, fast cars? I love masculine men and fast cars. And, and Vin Diesel's acting skills are, are incredible. Beyond incredible. You ever seen his uh, music video? No, I thought you were going to mention the Chronicles of Riddick or something like that. No, he has a music video out there where he tries to be a singer. 
What's he singing? Is it rap? Know. Is it rap? No, I don't remember now. It's like a love song. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. His more sensitive side? <laughs> well, he is all about family. Here, let's hold hands across it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, isn't his famous line like, when you're here, you're family? Do it, is that Vin Diesel? Or is it Olive Garden? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the voice. Is that really how Vin Diesel's voice sounds? Oh, yeah. I'm Vin Diesel. I am Groot. And I'm here and your family. <laughs> You're going to have to work on that one. I think. <laughs> I'm not convinced. <laughs> I'm not as well. I, I'm, I'm convinced on the Fauci one. Like, Sometimes when you're doing the Fauci voice, I'm I'm like trying to back away from the table here. I'm thinking I'm looking around, looking for thugs with knives. Cause it's so accurate. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> it's like, stop, Bobby, stop. You're scaring me. Well, yeah, you know. What's your top story? What do you think was the biggest thing that happened this year? Do we do we have to rank things? I think you kind of have to just for the sake of being being superlative on the internet. Roe um, v. Wade, truckers, raid on Trump. Uh, before I answer, here's an example. Here's an example of what Google's afraid of, right? We're talking about chat AI. Are you talking to the chat bot instead of listening to me? Well, I no, but I just typed in how many Fast and Furious movies are there. Okay. You could type that into Google and you'd have to click another link, right? Yeah. Now, Google does do little summaries sometimes at the top of the page. Yeah, pages. they have been. As of 20, this is the chat bot says, as of 2021, there are a total of nine movies in the Fast and Furious franchise. The series began with the release of the Fast and Furious, Fast and the Furious in 2001, and it has since become one of the most popular and successful action movie franchises in the world. The other movies in the series include Too Fast, Too Furious, The Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious. You know, I just had an interesting Fast thought. Five, Fast and Furious Six, Furious Seven, The Fate of the Furious, and Fast and Furious Nine. Fast and Furious Ten, by the way, is coming out in 2023. The Fast and Furious franchise is known for its high octane action scenes, fast cars, and larger than life characters. Where about the masculine men? Um, they're larger than life. Yeah. Maybe they don't want to say it because it's toxic to them. <laughs> but that was, a, that was a pretty thorough answer. Yeah, that was very thorough. I just had a really th- a good thought. And I'm guessing this will happen soon because I know we are widely listened to. So this, this church that, you know, the um, dominating influence here in the state that we inhabit, they need to add the chatbot to their app, okay? Because this could revitalize re-enliven elders quorum and 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 to some extent even dare i say gospel doctrine because i think elders quorum's always had a reputation right for dolidity dolidity is that a word Uh, it is now dolidity is a word so one, one of the problems that i've witnessed from my interactions in the last few years is that a lot of the meetings have become have gone the direction of elders quorum like you were, we were supposed to be moving out of that into a more positive you know enlightening enlivening invigorating discussion and it's more gone the direction of elders quorum dry dull you know, I mean, I look, your mileage may vary. If you disagree with your church experience, 
you please post a rebuttal on the website that was not created by the chatbot, okay? <laughs> please post your own work. But uh, I'm, I'm saying if they had this in the app, people could, it could really enliven and invigorate gospel doctrine and, and elders quorum because you don't, all you got to do is read. I mean, you you put in a prompt and you could say something, like you could grab a keyword. Maybe they could do like a speech to text recognition thing so somebody could just hold it up towards the speaker mm-hmm. and have it put that in and then the chat bot could comment and they could read back the answer so that we'd have some enlightening and enlivening conversation. What do you think, Bobby Flood? Uh, do you have an example? We could try it right now. Okay, you're the chat bot. Okay. I'm the, che- I'm the teacher. Okay. Okay, give me a second here. What's the topic? I don't know. You're the teacher. I do not have ability to come up with topic. I am artificial intelligence. Okay. All right. Well, I will follow the... Um, I guess that's a that's a YouTube. Dang it. We got to... I got to get quicker here. Uh, okay, so the, the pattern is that we do a conference talk, of course. And um, our goal is to make AI systems more natural and safe to interact with. Is this dangerous, what we're doing? Interacting with this chatbot? I don't know. But if this were, if this were, a, if this, this is a simulated church meeting. Okay. And... So, so, okay. So I am going to simulate being the teacher in Elders Quorum. Okay. You're going to simulate that you are the chat bot using from the new app, member of Elders Quorum, giving a response to my spontaneous prepared, my, my previously prepared but yet spontaneous remarks <laughs> as I instruct you in typical Elders Quorum fashion. Okay. Hey, brothers. Uh, it's me, Jordan. Today I'm teaching. Today I was assigned uh, 30 minutes ago by our Elders Quorum president because uh, Brother Fernunculus is out with the flu, and so I have the privilege of addressing you today. And I will be taking up the topic as per usual. We're drawing from general conference talks, and so Brother Fernunculus was supposed to teach us about the October 2022 Dallin H. Oaks talk helping the poor and distressed. All right, this was the first talk on Saturday morning session, so I'm gonna go ahead and we're gonna talk about helping the poor and distressed. And I'd like to start off with his, a quote from his uh, talk. He said, Brother and s- brothers and sisters, our beloved president, Russell M. Nelson will address us later in this session. So, I have decided to take most of my remarks from President Russell M. Nelson, because that's what Brother Oaks recommended that we do. He indicated that President Nelson would address us later. And here's what President Nelson said from a talk entitled, Overcome the World and Find Rest. He said, 
that so many wonderful things are ahead. In the coming days, we will see the greatest manifestations of the Savior's power that the world has ever seen. What do you guys think about that? Okay, say that quote again. In the coming days. In the coming days, we will see the greatest manifestations of the Savior's power that the world has ever seen. We will see the... And I would just like to turn the time over to the elders' quorum for comment on that comment okay. by President Nelson, who was, who was uh, introduced by President Oaks. So I'm, you're getting a two-for-one here, two talks. Right. Because okay. I didn't want to talk about helping the, the poor, really. I wanted to talk about what well, President this, this Nelson would be a short. This would be a short meeting, I guess. I, as the chat AI, I would stand up, and I would wave my hand at you and say, it's not within my capabilities to make predictions about the future or to comment on religious beliefs or events. As an artificial intelligence, my primary function is to provide accurate and useful information to users based on the data that I have been trained on. If you have any specific questions about the teachings of the LDS Church or the role of Jesus Christ in the salvation of humanity, I'd be happy to try to provide you more information or clarify any misunderstandings. Please feel free to ask if you have any other questions. Well, okay. So what did you ask it? In the coming days... We this is an aside. We're no longer role-playing. This all is Jordan wrote, asking, what did you... All I wrote in there was, in the coming days we will see the greatest manifestation of the Savior's power. And it knew that was from the LDS Church well, in 2022? Be, before that, I had written, helping the poor in distress, Dallin Oaks. So it might be bleeding over into the other These question. talks are 2022. Yeah, I don't this know. This is not it, 2021 it, stuff. It, this chatbot is not being forthright with us. Well, here, ask it this. Okay. We are presently living in what is surely the most complicated time in the history of the world. End quote. We are presently living in what is surely a, it's the most, it should say the most, it says a most complicated time in the history of the world. Come on, Nelly. <laughs> Be specific. Okay, now ask, don't, did you just ask it that? Yeah. Well, you have to have like a do you agree? Shouldn't you ask the chatbot, like, do you agree or just throw in a prompt like that? You just throw in a prompt and I'm getting the... Okay, well, elders, I ask you, do you agree with President Nelson? It is difficult to make definitive statement about whether the present time is the most complicated in history, as every era has its own unique challenges and complexities. It is true that the world is facing many complex and pressing issues, including economic, social, political, and environmental challenges. These issues can be difficult to understand and address, and they often require the cooperation and efforts of individuals, communities, and governments to find solutions. This sounds like a Kamala Harris speech. Yeah, but it also sounds like a conference talk a little bit. <laughs> like, the, what did you say about government cooperation? What was yeah. the what? Say that again, Brother Flood. And they often We're require the cooperation the and efforts of individuals, communities, and governments to find solutions. You see, I can think of any number of general authorities that would have said that. So I would say, Brother Flood, that, that's interesting. Your your comments seem to echo those of many of our general authorities during the COVID pandemic. Well, one thing that can help us navigate these complex times is to focus on the things that are most important and try to make a positive impact in the world. Oh, tell me more, Brother Flood. This, what, what, how do you think? This may involve working to address the root causes of problems, advocating for positive change, and supporting organizations and initiatives that are working to make the world a better place. 
It can also involve finding ways to stay connected with others, building strong and supportive relationships, and helping to create a sense of community and belonging. You know, Brother Flood, that's interesting that you bring all that up because President Nelson, in his his remarks, emphasized the temple. And uh, I'd just like to read a quote here, but I'd like to find... I'd like, to, I'd like to get a little bit more of your thoughts on whether you think the temple is a part of that communal societal activity that we could incorporate. And here's what President Nelson said. He said, During the recent open house of the Washington, D.C. temple, a member of the open house committee witnessed an insightful interchange as he escorted several prominent journalists through the temple. Somehow a young family became attached to this media tour. One reporter kept asking about the journey of a temple patron patron as he or she moves through the temple. He wanted to know if the journal, if the temple journey is a symbol, is symbolic of the challenges in a person's journey through life. What do you think about that? Mr. Flood. Very good question. And when you're done, I'll tell you what this young boy in the, in this family said about the temple journey. To this reporter, to this illustrious reporter. In the LDS Church, temples are considered sacred places of worship where members of the church can participate in special ordinances and covenants. The temple journey, or the process of preparing to enter the temple, is often seen as symbolic of a person's journey through life. The temple journey can involve a number of steps, including learning about the teachings and principles of the LDS Church, living a righteous and virtuous life, and participating in certain ordinances and ceremonies such as baptism and confirmation. These steps can be seen as representing the challenge and growth that individuals experience as they strive to follow Jesus Christ and become more like Him. For many members, there's two more paragraphs. Is this enlightening and invigorating for you? Is it as enlightening and invigorating for you as it is for me? For many members of the LDS Church, the temple journey is an important part of their spiritual journey, and it can help them to develop a stronger relationship with God, understand their purpose in life, and find peace and guidance as they navigate the challenges of this world. See, I'm laughing because not that the information is bad or wrong, it's just so spot on in this kind of generic... The style. It's just so generic. Like, yeah, in the style. Well... <laughs> Brother Flood, I'd like to uh, bring forth this one point that President Nelson made. See, the, this young boy in the family that was with these illustrious journalists picked up on the conversation, and when the tour group entered the endowment or an endowment room, the boy pointed to the altar where the people kneel to make covenants with God, and he said, oh, that's nice. Here's a place for people to rest on their temple journey. Okay. President Nelson remarks at how profound this observation was. Does anyone in the, anyone in the audience like to comment on that? <laughs> this is very similar to a tr- tr- traditional elders quorum meeting because there is usually a long pause before the... You, come on, somebody out there has got to have a comment on that. Brother Flood? Brother Flood? Anything? (laughs) The altar in the temple can be seen as a place of rest in the sense that it provides a sense of peace and spiritual refreshment to those who participate in the covenants made there. 
By making these covenants and striving to keep them, individuals can find a sense of purpose and direction in their lives, and they can experience a deeper sense of connection with God. It's also important to note, I'm not done, I'm not done, President. Uh, it's also thanks, important to note. Thank you so much. That um, the altar in, next the, comment. in the temple is not only is not the only place where individuals can experience rest uh, and spiritual refreshment. Members of the LDS Church believe that they can find peace and guidance through prayer, study of the scriptures, and participation in other religious ordinances and practices. Interesting. Interesting comments. You you you've hit on some things that President Nelson wanted to emphasize, but I do uh, just. As an aside, want to point out that it's easy to rest during the movie, also. <laughs> um, but President Nelson said, "You know, I doubt that this boy knew just how profound his observation was." And and this was echoed in, echoed in your comments, Brother Flood. He said, continuing the quote from uh, President Nelson, he likely had no idea about the direct connection between making a covenant with God in the temple and the Savior's stunning promise, "Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest." So didn't you just liken the covenants, covenant making to, you know? The altar in the temple can be seen as a place of rest yeah. in the sense that it provides a sense of peace and spiritual refreshment to those who participate in the covenants made there. Yeah, see? Now, it could have been in the talk. But... The altar can be, in the temple can be seen as a place of rest in the sense that it provides a sense of peace and spiritual refreshment to those who participate in the covenants made there. What would you say, Brother Flood, the reward for keeping these covenants is? The altar in the temple can be... Sorry. I think the chat I high is broken. It's broke you. <laughs> what, what would you say the reward for keeping covenants is? <laughs> There's a lot of dead space. Well, it's typical... I think we're doing a pretty true-to-life, uh, you know, mimicking of an elders' quorum class, which was not, which is definitely not planned. This is so spontaneous. Right, we're way derailed. We're, See, we're chat, way out. chat AI derailed us completely. Again. So now we're role-playing elders' quorum. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Last comment. We've only got time for one more comment. Brother Flood? I got four, three paragraphs here. I'll read the second one. Members of the LDS Church believe that keeping these covenants brings blessings and rewards from God. These blessings may include increased spiritual strength and understanding, greater joy and peace in life, and the ability to receive guidance and direction from God. Wrong answer, Brother Flood. I'm sorry. We'll, well have listen, to end on that. We'll have to end on this note. It's the, important. President Nelson will get the. It's important to note, Brother that Flood, the, the blessings and rewards. Of I'm going to have to have uh, the first and second counselors not, remove you if you can't keep if you can't keep yourself in your chair. Material or temporal in nature. Yeah, if you if you can't calm down, I know it's hard for you, but they may be. This is not the place or intangible. This is not the place for personal opinions. This is elders' quorum. We only want approved opinions. President Nelson said, and he gets the last word in our role play, he says, the reward for keeping covenants with God is power, heavenly power. Power that strengthens us to withstand our trials, temptations, and heartaches better. And then he goes on to say pretty much what you said. But <laughs> President Nelson gets the last word, okay? And that is the end of our role play.
I hope this information is helpful. If you have any other questions about the LDS Church or its teachings, please don't hesitate to ask. I hope that this short demonstration shows how obviously needed this particular feature is in the (laughs) LDS app. I hope that I've demonstrated my point emphatically that this would pay massive dividends for whatever financial and uh, time investment that needed to be made by the numerous staff in the technological department up there in Salt Lake. And I know there are multiple departments up there that have vast numbers of staff working on just such ideas right now as we speak. Maybe. Maybe they are. What would they be doing? Fixing the back end of their website that never works. Fixing the uh, logistical stuff. (laughs) Uh, cleaning up after that hack that we found out about via email six months later six months later well they did publicly announce that yeah it was publicly announced we heard about it through the grapevine from yeah and then yeah then yeah anyway well that was an interesting demonstration that was an interesting i think i've proven my point i think you know and you played your role very well (laughs) bobby flood if the tables had been turned if you were teaching and i was commenting I think, I think I would have got kicked out sooner. I think it would be an interesting exercise. To we, do should that. Go, we should go and do that. From the, we just, should sit in the back and do this. Well, yeah, just to make remarks that are generated by the AI and see if anybody kind of senses something's a little off. I don't think they would. I don't think they would. <laughs> well, you, you'd have to make it more concise. Yeah. Could you, could you tell the chat, like, I need a... I need a I need a 30 word or less. I just wrote in sermon about Jesus to see what it came out with. It came up with a pretty good like primary length talk about. Ask it, say I need, I need uh, 50 words or less about the LDS temple. Because that, sometimes my experience has been that they'll only give you about, like especially when I've said something two minutes earlier. Yeah. They're like, hey, hey, Jordan, we need somebody else to comment here, not you. It gave me a pretty short answer. The LDS Temple is a sacred place of worship for members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It is a place where members can participate in special ordinances and covenances, covenants that help them to draw closer to God and understand their purpose in life. The Temple is a place of peace and spiritual refreshment, and it is central part of the spiritual journey for mem- many members of the LDS Church. See, I think you could have gotten that out in class but it was a little too well put together like if you were to read it they'd be like what are you reading (laughs) right you'd have to look at it and kind of summarize it in your own tone and voice i know you're this is your computer so i'm telling you what to type say i need a conversational response to the question conversational response to the question what's the question the question is, um, and, and 50 words or less. No, no, do 100 words or less. 100 words or less. Come on, type it. 100 words or less. To what, what question? Why? The same question? No, no. The question is, why is it important to follow the prophet? Okay. P-R-O-P-H-E-T, not P-R-O-F-I-T. Don't let it out. 100 words or less. You got to give it. Did you tell it 100 words or less? No. Oh, it's going to be long. Let's see. Refine it. 
Well, let's see what it says. Okay. Conversational. Okay. Is it pretending to type? It is. <laughs> We're going to get in trouble for this episode. This is the one. To, by who? From the chatbot guys? From the chatbot guys. Google guys? guys? No, the, Google. This is not Google. This is, uh, this is well, Google's already Google. mad at us for not using them. One, one reason that is important to follow the prophet is that the prophet is called by God to lead and guide the members of the LDS church. The prophet receives revelation from God and communicates God's will to the members of the church through teachings and guidance. Following the prophet helps members to stay connected to God and to understand his will for their lives. Okay, case closed. This, is an, this will be going out on a limb. They're never, they have to include this in the app. <laughs> they have to put this feature in. I mean, it's just, I need a prompt. Look, it's like Salt Lake tech guys, Elders Quorum is dead. I need something to say back to the teacher about this topic. Please bail us out. And, and it's just, it could be an Easter egg. Like you guys could hide it. And it could be like that only a few select people know about it, but then it would spread like wildfire because it'd be like, what are you, oh, wow, you tapped on the... That was so insightful. Yeah. <laughs> well, hmm. Anyway, you asked me a while ago, what was the biggest event of 2022? I have two answers. Okay, okay, okay. I think long-term, the biggest event is the potentially the Russia-Ukraine war, because that has the potential to end the world, <laughs> as we know it. Um, although Putin said recently that he's, he's open to negotiating peace, but the West doesn't want that. They want to obliterate us. So I don't know if that's just grandstanding or what. You, you had brought up in early 2022 that there was going to be a pivot point. Is that not the pivot point? I mean, uh, probably. It's Could very clear. We thought they were pivoting like, oh, you know, on COVID language. But the, the grand scheme of things is always more grand. And it is a scheme of things. And so in the bigger picture, this whole thing happening, I mean, they really... Whether you whether you want to say Putin caused it or or the West, the West definitely caused it. They they literally in the early part of the year were like, oh, and by the uh, way, Ukraine oh, yeah. is going to join NATO. Yeah, I mean they, that that was the the that was clearly the the catalyst. Putin gave a speech. Uh, I read the speech. He gave the speech earlier early in the year, and it's pretty. Uh, he he lays it out like if you're going to continue to do this, it's going to create a situation where we need to do that kind of a thing. And but everybody knew that right. they, they couldn't allow Ukraine to... Well, not only were they saying Ukraine's going to join the NATO, but they were sending weapons Yeah, but you, Ukraine. Ukraine. Ukraine's the perfect powder keg because under, Ru under the czars in Russia, half of the country is Russian, like right. east of the river that Kiev is on. Right. That's traditional Russian territory from pre-World War II. Right. And Ukraine itself hasn't been a, a country that long. It's sort of a 20th century. Uh, well, post Cold War creation kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I think is the kind of the long term has a a lot of potential to change the landscape. Short term, I think the Twitter files is ongoing, but I think that's the biggest story of the 2022 because of the implications of it. Basically, proves that the the government, the media, uh, big tech, I would throw big pharma in there, 
all of these con- this big conspiracy idea that we're being manipulated and lied to and censored is all true. And I think that has some really far-reaching implications, even with Russia and Ukraine. I don't, I'm really skeptical of anything I hear about Russia and Ukraine. You know, uh, remember early on in that conflict, you had a congressman, a sitting congressman of the United States tweet a story about the, the ghost of Kiev, this pilot that was shooting down all these planes, and it was totally fake. And even he even tweeted out a picture with the story, and it was so obviously photoshopped. <laughs> But then you hear other stories about, you know, this. Anyway, I won't go into the specifics, but I'm just very skeptical because I don't know what's true and what isn't, you know, what's accurate and what's not over there. But I think that this idea that we're being manipulated and that kind of segues into deep fakes and chat AI and, and bots and all this stuff, I, it's hard to know what is genuine out there, what is real. Yeah, just by the way, I mean, I'm looking at maps here of Europe from 1900. You got Hungary. You got Romania, and you got Russia. It wasn't a country. Right. So, anyway, so you're talking about the Twitter revelations. Well, and just the implications of all of that. Like, it's a big deal that... But people have known this. I mean, this is the know, this is the Alex Jones was right, skywritten we've, in we've LA. We've suspected you know? it. Well, no, we've known it. I mean, we know we, it. We've known it, we but know I don't... know people are getting but, shadow banned on Google, Right, but what the Facebook, difference is... Twitter, whatever... What the difference is is now we kind of YouTube. Have, we have proof of it. We have proof, and but we had proof before. We just didn't have insider emails and the fact. Yeah, that they, but I don't like think we regular, had regular meetings with the FBI and right, other and quote OGA other governmental organizations. That's what or we agencies, didn't like have, the CIA. We didn't have proof that the deep state was yeah. involved. We, we knew does, that. Right, the CIA. Right, you're going to have to splice that, right? Splice what? We just got cut off by the CIA. (laughs) (laughs) Either that or the card was full. It was one or the other. One or the other happened. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, I was just uh, going on and on and on about uh, OGA stands for Central Intelligence Agency, and they they literally call themselves this. when When they're on these, you'll see them in the Twitter files, that it was the FBI and then some other governmental agency yeah, and the, they're they're colluding with I think Twitter. They, I think it's a they're huge. Not, they're not really colluding with Twitter. They're telling them what to do. Yeah, they they run or ran Twitter. I mean, they they got their their James Baker, former like it's it's he, he was their lawyer and, and he goes, worked for the FBI. The, the 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 saying is you never ever leave the CIA, right? Right. <clears throat> this goes way beyond just like Hunter Biden laptop or whatever. It's this is evidence that the deep state is actively manipulating the American pu- public. Now think about Twitter's a minor leaguer in the in the grand scheme of things. Google's now, the big daddy. Think about Google, think about Apple and Microsoft, think about CNN, NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox. Think about the movies in Hollywood. Think about Big Pharma and Big Hospital and and Big Church and all of the other ways that our hearts and minds are influenced. There's no way they're not involved. Oh, yeah. It's long been discussed. I'm not sure where it's documented, but that that dark money or CIA money funded Facebook and Google. 
long yeah, it's yeah. been long talked about and I'm not sure where the sources are on that. I haven't really cared. I think that the the proof is in the pudding. Right. The actions, it's very clear. And Google uh, Google is a definite monopoly. They should have been broken up long ago. They they've engaged in um See, see, the traditional idea of monopolistic practice is that they would corner this market, create a monopoly, and then they, they would do it through anti-competitive practices like lowering prices, and then they come back and then jack the prices out of control. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that we have, it on, we have the, the ownership of these organizations is obscured, and the the timeframes are extended. So you don't see like Google just starting to charge for search. They would never do that. They they just carved out a niche and now they sell Android behind the scenes. Nobody how no nobody knows how much Samsung is paying every time that they give you they sell you a thousand dollar phone, right? How much right. of that goes to Google for Android? Right. Or is it free because Google gets all the information which they sell? And so you you don't see them jacking the price up. Until right. gasoline is five dollars a gallon, or a, a five dozen eggs is twenty four dollars. Right, twenty four dollars. Yeah, eggs are at Sam's Club. Historically, very cheap because there's a lot of chickens. <laughs> but yeah, but they're killing the chickens because <laughs> of bird COVID. Well, there's something. a vaccine for that. Yeah, yeah, it's safe and effective. Yeah, you should take your booster. Well, what was your biggest event of the year? Oh, you know what? I think I'm right. Once again, agree with what what you've said there. Long term, well, it's all related. It's mm-hmm. all definitely related. The biggest event is the event horizon. <laughs> we're, we're 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 well past it, and we're looking back, going, "Why can't we get back?" You know, people are like, "Let's go back to that," and they 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 need to realize that they can't go back to that. They will. Things have changed irrevocably they have been right. irreversibly changed what what are some other irrevocably irreversibly uh we're not going back to the way it was yeah i think it's going to be tough to to do that i mean i was thinking the other day how the 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 march in april in 2020 the the covid shelling of the american mind is it, it broke some people and the difficult thing is, is that the people have been left to themselves to fix themselves, the people who were broken in that. And that's really hard to do. And so you still have people today freaking out about COVID when it's been you know, nearly three years since we started hearing about COVID, or maybe two years. I can't even do the math anymore. But it was late 2019 and mm-hmm. early 2020, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess that's three years ago. Mm-hmm. And all the data is out there, right? We, we we pretty much know what it is, who it's who it's dangerous, who it can be dangerous for, et cetera, et cetera. But the bombardment has never stopped. And so someone that was broken initially or susceptible to that has been broken over and over. Yeah. You know, it's one cause. You you talked mm-hmm. about earlier just how things are moving so fast. It's one outrage after another, one thing to be mad about or concerned about, or stand stand for this, stand with that donate to this. You know, if you were to try to keep up, you would have you would have 20 different flags on your flagpole. You would you know, in your Twitter badge would change every 5 minutes. And I think it's all just a, a tactic to keep the people uneasy, to keep us mm-hmm. I mean, even us on the side that think, "Well, I wasn't broken by that thing." We're still getting swallowed up in the outrage machine because we're 
we're talking about it. Yeah. We're saying this is terrible. This we're being this and that. And now we we're need, mad about we're it. We're trying to shed light on the problem here. I think that's that's the point is we're trying to shed light on it. And I, I said a minute ago that that things had been irreversibly changed. And I want to kind of qualify that comment, add some color to that, because I'm not saying that the changes they made were permanent. What right. I'm saying is that society has changed and we won't be able to go back to the Reagan years or the pre-COVID years. Mm -hmm. That's the problem is that the, the changes aren't permanent. When I, I was just looking up in the thesaurus here, uh, some alternatives for irreversible, and it says inevitable, permanent, irretrievable. You know, it's not doomed is one of the <laughs> right it's not like we're doomed we we're destined to have the experience a, a different society but what that society looks like is up in the air yeah it's, you know, who's going to win this war not the russia ukraine war but i mean the the war for our minds is what, it what what's about to happen to us permanent per, personally is will be to our glory or our condemnation that's the first chapter in hunibly's approaching zion like you you can either go zion or babylon mm -hmm. and that i think is a big deal because both of them are inevitable ultimately zion will prevail but babylon will be destroyed right and the excesses of babylon are it's inevitable that they become realized that that that, that situation plays out but it doesn't mean you have to go to babylon you've got to come out of babylon we've been called out of babylon you know Israel, Israel, God is calling, calling you from lands of woe. Why? Because Babylon the Great is falling and God will all her powers overthrow. Come to Zion. Come to Zion. Well, where is that? You know, that we, could be a song. We could <laughs> That was poetic. That you could know, be a song. We traditionally that that's not an LDS hymn, by the way. That's a that's a Christian hymn. Right. And so, but we in in the church, we traditionally think that's coming to church. Where right. the chatbot reigns supreme. <laughs> in your elders quorum <laughs> because of this awesome feature they're going to add to the app because Jordan and Bobby thought it up on the mind virus show. Um, the, no Zion is an ideal, right? It's the pure in heart. We need to purify our hearts, our heart minds. And we've talked about that a lot on the show, how that's a, that's true repentance, right? But you need in order to change your heart and mind in order to have that, that dramatic shift, that um, cosmic readjustment of your thinking you've got to wake up you've got to be neo, you've got to consider yourself neo in the matrix you have to come out of it mm -hmm. you have to come out of the stupor and it's not like you find zion immediately now in in uh, the matrix he goes to zion the city underground yeah but it's only it, you know the, that story only goes so far it's right. zion is a according to to uh, i think the doctrine and covenants it's a state of mind it's the pure in heart right and then of course it's a people and a place, right? It's, yeah, it is a physical place. Eventually, it will be. But but first comes the purity of heart. So right. so how do we seek to bring forth and establish the cause of Zion, as Joseph Smith was instructed several times in early 1829, in the early part of the Doctrine and Covenants? He's, he's told, seek to bring forth and establish the cause of Zion. Not to establish Zion, but the cause of Zion. What causes Zion? I think it's purity of heart. I think mm -hmm. it's I think it's repentance. It's it's true faith, meaning you have to have some understanding of the actual reality. And then you have to change your heart and mind. How do how do we do that? I you know, we that's what this whole podcast is about. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've been talking about Right. This. But that's that's where we're going. So because the changes are irreversible and inevitable, but they're not permanent. 
mm-hmm. this is going to change more and we've got to wake up to that. And we have to incorporate that understanding into our thinking as we go forward. That was a really good uh, chat AI response. He nailed uh, he nailed I, Jordan Bruno. I, I just put that right into the chat box. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that's telling yeah, us to yeah, repent. Yeah. Should we should we repent? You're absolutely right. Yes no. or no. Click yes or no. Do we <laughs> repent or not? That has been kind of the purpose of or the, the underlying theme for two plus years now on this podcast is repent. Repent. <laughs> Wake up and Wake repent. Wake up and repent. Yeah. And, We've kind of tried to do that, tried to preach that message in, in some fun ways. It's what, what, you know, look at the movies we've, we've reviewed over the years. It's all about that, Repentance. that theme. Metanoia. Right. Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody. I appreciate you. It's a good, that's a good uh, point to end on. This has been our year in review 2022, and um, I do think that's a good spot to end. You got any advice besides repenting? Any uh, any y- final thoughts here? You're gonna you're gonna be um, Bobby's headed out on a a lengthy hiatus, I guess. A journey, if you will. A journey, if you will. <laughs> will you be resting anywhere? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'll be gone the next uh, couple of weeks, so it's up to Jordan to he can go solo. You you, you could do an eight hour solo. I'm gonna try to think of something interesting if you have anything to say about what i should be talking about or who i should be talking to next week let me know either on the comments or um or text me or call me or whatever i love to get your feedback and then sometimes just ignore it but uh (laughs) i do love to get your feedback but yeah bobby will be out for a bit and we'll we'll wish him well in his journeys and um yeah, Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year. And Merry Christmas, of course. That was yesterday. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. On behalf of Jordan Bruno, I'm Bobby Flood, and he's Chatbot AI. <laughs> Signing off yeah. for 2022. We're everybody gone. have a great New Year. <laughs>